Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. Our BFC Live guest today is Chef Jordan Wagman. He is a James Beard nominated chef. He has a new podcast called In the Weeds. He's been on our show before, but we wanted to check him about his podcast, about his cooking, and about how he infuses cannabis into his work. Jordan Wagman. Thank you for being here bright and early on a Wednesday morning. That sounds Wednesday crazy. morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's like the days just keep running together, uh, but it's only been a year of that. So it's Groundhog Day, dude. It's I can't differentiate one day from the next. And am I at work or am I making lunch or, you know, there's, well, there's that. Oh, very thin line between business and home life these days. Yes, especially, and we just, uh, well, this is my basement or our basement, which is now the new world headquarters of Business of Cannabis and will be, we've made some infrastructure improvements, so it's going to be for a while. So uh, we are here, but last year, just around this time, not exactly on this day, but let's say the 24th, I think the 26th or 27th of February, you were at an event that we did in real life at Startwell in Toronto, talking about the future of sort of cannabis and food and hospitality and all those things. And you have made lots of advancements between then and now, and you have a new project, which I want to talk to you about. So you um, have a new podcast called In the Weeds, not necessarily new, but uh, you've been doing a lot of content, a lot of conversations over the past year. Talk a little bit about sort of the thinking behind uh, In the Weeds. You know, it's... um... The pandemic has presented some interesting silver linings for me. Um, you know, having really no one to cook for anymore, it's it's given me an opportunity to pursue different projects that I've always really fell in love with and wanted to complete, you know, my new book for sure. But the podcast was something that was born out of almost necessity, trying to create a, a platform for my brothers and sisters in the hospitality world to come on, promote themselves, promote the restaurants, promote their food, whatever it is they're doing. Some up, you know, transition to being home cooks and offering home delivery services. And it really took off and I enjoyed it. And, you know, I'm at a point now where I derive a lot of pleasure and satisfaction from promoting other people. And it's no longer the Jordan show. I don't care about the Jordan show. I care about, you know, the J show. And so for me, it took off and it got to the point where we really wanted to transition it into full-blown podcasts. So we launched our first one. We dropped our first one last week. Second one is dropping tomorrow. It's a food first podcast is what I call it. So it's everything food. Um, obviously cannabis is a huge part of my brand and what it is that I do from a health and wellness standpoint. So that has, that's going to play a big part in, in the in, you know, in the overall narrative, but it's all about hospitality and continuing to prop people up and give people information and take a little bit of a different approach to it. Keep it light. Music is there. I'll break into song sometimes. I'm not afraid to do that, but it's a lot of fun. And, and I want to, I know your story well, you've told it uh, on Business of Cannabis before, but talk a little bit about sort of how you came to uh, not necessarily cooking, because that's your sort of your profession, but also sort of the cannabis component to it in terms of wellness. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I grew up in professional kitchens and uh, 
I, I, the short version is that I always chased my health. And, and the first piece to my health puzzle was the sunshine. Six years ago, I sought the help of a naturopath because my psoriasis, I've, I was diagnosed with psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disease at 12. And six years ago, I was just tired of it. I was fed up with dealing with it. And I was, most importantly, I was ready to sort of make that commitment to my health. So I met with a naturopath. And from this one meeting, I removed gluten, dairy, and refined sugar from my diet. And I started to consume cannabis. Everything changed. 60 days went by, 30 pounds melted off my body, and my psoriasis started to become manageable. And six years later, I have a real focus on clean eating and cannabis-infused food stuff and, and microdosing and, and, and really approaching it from a health and wellness standpoint. Obviously, just like my podcast, my world is food first. I want, I want the food to be highlighted. I want it to taste amazing. I want it to look amazing. But some of it happens to be infused with cannabis. Um, I've really enjoyed now because every day we're learning. I learned from you, Jay. I learned from a lot of your guests, and because I listen, and you know, I'm I'm learning about terpenes. I'm learning about you know, I love um, incorporating raw flour into my food. So, but health and wellness—it's really what it's about for me. And and cannabis has really helped to almost give me my life back. Yeah. And I, we have you to thank in our house for um, the following things that are in our pantry now. Um, uh, avocado oil, um, aroma-free coconut oil, which is a really good one. Um, we, uh, cornstarch, corn, no, potato starch, potato for, starch. Our, for our fries that we make at home. Um, right. and, and, and those things we use a lot. Um, we use the nutritional yeast considerably less, but we Nooch. have that too. So I, I, I love the nooch. I love the nutritional yeast. But what I would say, so, so just very quickly, you know, it's funny. Avocado oil, I only started to employ it about four years ago now. It has a high smoke point, very mild flavor, doesn't really impose any flavors on anything. Your potato starch, it's a game changer. Anytime you're deep frying something, anytime you are going to fried chicken is a great example. All you have to do is dredge that chicken, a boneless, skinless chicken breast into potato starch, shallow fry it, pan sear it, deep fry it. It's incredible. And the aroma-free coconut oil is a game changer because it replaces in a lot of your baking and pastry, it replaces that butter feel, that mouth feel that you get from butter. So I'm so glad I could influence you and your family that way. You have, and, and uh, just for note, you, mean you were teaching or doing some uh, online baking and cooking, uh, so cooking stuff over last summer, I think it was, and my daughter who's is 11 or 10 at the time, uh, was, was doing that. And, and it was, a, it was a hefty cleanup, but she learned a ton and we have those ingredients and, and we've had some delicious stuff as well. And, and just thinking about sort of how you think about sort of in the weeds going forward, like there, there seems to be, and, and I believe, it, I think you believe it and those that we talk to believe it, that there is this untapped desire to do things that are that come naturally people eat, consume cannabis, be together and how that takes form in a regulated environment is really a question mark now. Like there's been some chatter, you know, like, is it a lounge scenario? Is it a infused cooking restaurant? Is it cannabis beverages in regular bars? How are you thinking about it? Because you've, you've done some of these things sort of as, a, as get togethers and sort of part of what you do, but talk about what that might look like in a slightly larger scale or a more, I don't know, formalized scale. 
one of your guests, frequent guests, has become a good friend, and he, Nathan Meisen and I have become good friends and now business partners, um, resulting from his time spent on B of C. And I've learned Where's our from percentage? Him, <laughs> uh, it's coming down the pipe. Sure. I've learned. I've learned from him, and uh, uh, we have had numerous conversations about it. And we see a future where this becomes the mainstream. I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, I won't give away some of the proprietary ideas, but I think I think about nothing else. I, I know that there's going to come a time, and the, and the, there's there's, you know, it's stepping stones, right? It's, it's going to be a gradual, gradual progression to the point where you can come into my restaurant, you can choose the cannabis next door, you can bring it in, or I'm, you know, you're, you're looking at it on a menu. I want this cannabis in my food. Great. How much do you want? This is my, you know, and, and I foresee that, that's what food service in in infused that's what infused food stuff service looks like down the road i believe in it until that time it's going to continue being what it is that i offer which is a restaurant restaurant experience but in my home so on the other side of the pandemic i will continue to offer people these type of experiences but you know i was asked this question yesterday and, and i'll bring it up here one thing that's changed for me is that some of these, these opportunities can be cost prohibitive. I, I appreciate that they can be. My goal now after you know, going through 12 months of staying at home and, and really trying to educate people is I need to actually put my money where my mouth is. And so, yeah, it's one thing for me to explain things. It's a whole nother level for me to have people in my home eating my food and that, them having that aha moment. On the other side of this, I'm going to start offering free opportunities and choose people to just come over and eat my food so that they understand this is what cannabis can be. This is what the future of cannabis-infused food can be. Because quite frankly, Jay, unless you've had my food, you're just used to the brownies and gummies and cookies that everybody else knows. Yeah. It's not the delicious fruit leather, but also more the delicious actual food that you're making that is not sort of a fruit leather, which is delicious, by the way. I, I I'm not because it's been amazing. You know, it's funny the way you said that. It's like where we were almost early days with like large scale grows, where people would well, you know, th those facilities would welcome in, you know, the mayor and and you know MPs and MPPs to see what's happening in real time and like a grow. Can you imagine a time? Hey, doggy. Uh, can you? That's also a COVID dog, right? Did you? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, uh, but now it's a year old. Um, uh, imagining getting like your city councilor, your MPP, your MP come into your home to see what an infused dinner looks like. Like that would be one that I would like to attend. I believe that that scenario you've just described is one of those stepping stones to getting to the point where legislation is created to allow us to actually facilitate what it is that I described. Yeah. I believe that that will happen. And quite frankly, you know, that's why I adore, respect, and you know, and and really need somebody like Nathan Meisen because, quite frankly, Nathan's the one that's going to put that together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we've talked like he's he's passionate about it. I think out of our event that we did with you last February, we made the connection. But it really is there is something coming in the future. We want to at Business of Canada want to help push it because it's so interesting to think about. And from an economic recovery post COVID perspective, there is just going to be this. Um, pent up demand for new stuff that is um, 
experiential that has people together that is enjoyable and this checks all of those boxes for sure i only say i say it this way if we don't have that if if this is not part of the recovery plan then we are leaving a lot of money on the table yeah I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that. And with that as well, uh, I'm going to let you get on with your day because it looks like you got potatoes and onions and oranges on the horizon somewhere in there. I don't, that's like, it's like a, it's like a cooking show. It's like my Vanna White. Ah. potatoes orange and actually a banana or two um <laughs> uh jordan wagman i always appreciate talking to you good luck with in the weeds we will listen we will tune in uh we will help share it and uh thank you as well for your passion and your vision for what the future holds thank you brother thank you for having me and billy <laughs> nice to see you nice to hear you billy we'll talk Take to you care. soon thanks jordan thanks bro <laughs>